0: Hi, I'm Dr.
1: Michelle Corral and today I want to invite you into an experience of praise that will change your life. Did you know that praise is not based on emotion? It is not based on whether you had a good day or a bad day. It is not based on the fact whether or not you have gone through disappointment or whether you are going through the greatest day of your life and a time of tremendous destiny i want you to know beloved saints that the matriarch leah in genesis chapter 29 teaches us about the progression of praise in our life and did you know that you could actually move your mountain with a new phase of praise beloved saints the Bible teaches us something about Leah, that even though she has gone through rejection, disappointment, pain, and tremendous sorrow, she has gone through a shocking experience. And that shocking experience happened when her own father switched her, daughter, her sister on the night of the wedding and placed her instead as the bride and made her forcibly be in a place where she didn't even get to know that she was going to marry Jacob. And actually, it was very humiliating for Leah because she knew that Jacob really loved, loved Rachel, her sister. And so to be put in such a position of stress, to be put in such a position of humiliation was something that Leah suffered that was so great in her life. It was a place of rejection, humiliation, and degradation because of her father. But I want you to know something. She had a relationship with her heavenly father. And her heavenly father, that relationship was so intimate with God that she based all of her feelings toward God and that God was her confidant. Her heavenly father was her best friend. Her heavenly father was someone that we see when we read about the praises of Leah to God through the births of her children. We understand that. She had a relationship with God like no other. He was her confidant. He was her best friend. He was the one who understood her feelings. He was her advocate. He was the one who was bringing her vindication in all of her humiliation. And we see this through the names of her children. Why is Leah such an important legacy to us? Because she gave birth to praise. Did you know that the very first place in the word of God that we see praise is when she gave birth to her fourth son, Judah. Let's take a look just for a moment at the phases of the praises of Leah in the word of God and see today how you can turn your praise on your painful place and how God can use praise to move your mountain. You see today, I want to teach you how to move your mountain with a new phase of praise. As we look at Leah, just for a moment, looking at the word of God, the Bible teaches us Genesis chapter 29, Verse 31, the text teaches, And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb. And the Bible says, And Leah conceived, and she bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she had said, The Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now will my husband love me. First of all, I want you to see this. You know, she has gone through rejection. She has gone through hurt. She's gone through humiliation. She's gone through this actual feeling of feeling like her husband hates her. But notice she doesn't blame God. Notice, actually, this has caused her to come into such a relationship with the Lord that she brings accolades to God out of her anguish. She teaches us that the sacrifice of praise, that praising God from the painful place is a type of praise that God looks for, that he longs for. And we see, dear people of God, that she actually brings these accolades of anguish out of her painful place and said, because the Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now, therefore, will my husband love me? So she named the son in honor of the accolades out of her anguish, saying the God that I serve has looked upon me. He has seen my suffering. He has known my sorrow and he has given me this son. The second son teaches us Another level of praise before she gave birth to perfect praise, Judah. The second phase of praise, because Leah is teaching us how praise comes to us in the stages of progression. Actually, the second son, she, the Bible says in the next verse, in verse 30, 33, The Bible says that she conceived again, and she bore a son, and she she called his name Simeon. And therefore, the Bible says that Leah declares, because the Lord has heard that I was hated, therefore he has given me this son also. And she named his name Shimon, which is After the word to hear now, beloved saints, I want you to see again, we see Leah praising God, but this time, not just accolades out of her anguish. As we see in the firstborn son, see a son, God has looked upon my affliction. But now we are seeing that Leah is becoming an expert. She is receiving the skill from the sensitive relationship that she has from God by bringing a revelation through the declaration of God's character. You see, when we praise, it's not just saying, I love you, Lord, I praise you, Lord, I thank you, Lord. That is an excellent way. But Leah teaches us, to always include something about God's character, something about the nature of God in that praise. And she is teaching us because the Lord has heard that I was hated. So now we see from both of these children that when she gives birth to them, she is teaching us something about the nature of God, that he is the God who sees, that he is the God who hears, that he is the God who knows, that he is the God who understands that he is the God who has looked upon her affliction. Notice that her praise is showing us something about the nature of God, even though Leah has not yet seen the miracle happen. She is praising God in advance through worshiping him and bringing the declaration of the revelation of God's character in her praise. And look at the third stage of praise that comes out of the mouth of Leah. This is the legacy of Leah, her thirdborn son. The text teaches, as we continue in the context, in verse 34, the Bible says, And she conceived again, and she bore a son. And she said, Now will my husband be joined to me? Therefore, she named him Levy. You know, the word in Hebrew, Levi is taken from the Hebrew word lava, which means to connect or means to attach. And this was so prophetic because now Leah in the third phase of praise, we are going to see that she is teaching us something about praise, that praise connects heaven to earth, that praise brings the presence of God into our atmosphere. So we learn from Leah by naming her son Levi. Now will my husband, now will I be joined to my husband. We are seeing how praise joins heaven and earth because God inhabits the praises of his people and we also see that now because of this legacy the levites who are going to come from leah as her descendants are going to have the mission of attaching heaven to earth through their service to god and we see the fourth born son this time her husband is not mentioned this time perfect praise is going to come forth from leah For this fourth son, she says, now will I praise the Lord. The first time in the Bible that praise is mentioned. Beloved saints, I want you to see that it is possible to praise out of your painful place. Today, I want you to join us live in the service in Anaheim. And we are going to come back and pray for you. I believe your mountain is moving today. I believe that the God that we serve, Leia's God, has looked upon you in your affliction, that today your mountain is going to move with a new phase of praise. Let's go live to the service, and then I will come back and pray. Deliverance prayer for you.
2: word turn in the Hebrew language can also mean remove yourself you see prayer in the secret of solitude begins with one removing oneself one being able to remove oneself from daily activity from everything around you because we learn Elijah's secret. in prayer. It's very mechanical. The reason we go to prayer is we just feel like we just have to do it. So we just spend 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever time during the day talking to God. And actually it's really not communion with God. It's just, we're just listing a long petition of things that are on our heart and we give God not an opportunity to commune with us. way is not just to speak. The Elijah way is to hear, is to listen. Because God wants to speak to you. God wants to tell you. God wants to position you. God wants to uh, cause you to know who you are in Christ. Remove yourself. When God saw that this great sight mean it. When God saw that Moses turned aside, the Lord God called Moses out of the burning bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. God said, Take the shoe When you are about to get a message from God, you have to be postured in prayer. And that posture is a posture of recognizing God's holiness. Are you with me? And being called into. so great and I would surely this. I want you to look at it in the Word. I want you to follow it in the Word. If it's not on the screen, child, use your Bible. That's what we have a Bible for. So the Bible is showing us here in the Word of God. Luke chapter 5, verse 16. The Bible says, so he himself often withdrew to the wilderness. Yeah. Look at this. Because we're teaching you what Jesus did. Say this with me: the Elijah anointing. Hallelujah. It's a prophetic refiguring of what Jesus did. Hallelujah. The Bible says, when Jesus, notice verse 13, I'm taking this out of 12. Let's look at a a, a fourth reference. In Luke chapter 6, verse 12, it says, And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray, and there continued in prayer all night to God. Are you with me? If you are, say amen. Alright. So we see this first supernatural secret of the Elijah anointing which is the secret of solitude. Put your hands up right now and say, Lord, I want that mantle to be able to... turn the eastward say so with me eastward why is God telling Elijah to go eastward well obviously he's telling him to go eastward because that's the direction of where the brook was but eastward also has a prophetic parallel an eastward we see used in the book of Genesis the Bible says the Lord God, Genesis 2-8 chapter 2 verse 8 the Bible says looking at the word of God the Bible says and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden so Eden represents a place of paradise because in Aramaic the word for Eden is paradise so this means that if I'm entering into supernatural solid that I am entering in, Are you with me? If you are, say
1: amen. Beloved, thank you for joining us today. It is our privilege to pray for you. First of all, Before we pray for the sick, before we pray for those that are lonely, those that feel discouraged, those that feel that they're being pulled into a place of depression, I want to pray for those of us that have never met Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. You know, beloved saints, we can experience The miracle, the greatest miracle in the Bible, which is the miracle of salvation, receiving Jesus, being cleansed from sin, being delivered from our hurts, from our anguish, from our brokenness. Did you know that Jesus wants to be your best friend? You know, earlier we were speaking to you about Leah. Leah was a woman who internalized her pain. It was so deep. But she met God. She met the God of Israel. She met the God that she is actually going to become a matriarch in the nation of Israel. And her relationship with God was based on the fact that he was so personal to her, that he was someone who understood her personal pain, that he was her advocate, that he was someone who understood all of her sorrow, her secret sorrow that she shared with no one else. Today, I want to introduce you to Jesus Christ. I want to introduce you to the, the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, who understands our personal pain, who understands our sorrow, and who will be our very best friend. Jesus became the descendant of Leah through Judah. And today, I want you to meet Jesus because I want you to know he is a friend that will never leave you or forsake you. You may feel right now, does anyone understand me? Does anyone know what I'm going through? Some of us are going through a situation that we just need to be validated. We just need to know that someone cares. We just need to know that we're not alone. And I want you to know that the Lord Jesus Christ will never leave you alone, that you are not forsaken, that you are not gonna go through this storm by yourself. He is the strength behind our storm. He is the deliverer behind our dilemma. And today I want you to just say this prayer. If you want Jesus Christ, to be the Lord of your life, you can receive him right now into your heart as your personal savior. Would you say this prayer with me? Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Wash me clean from my sin. Lord, I want to become born again. Lord Jesus, give me a new life. Cleanse me, deliver me, and I receive right now your saving grace as my security. I receive your saving grace right now to be the answer to my sin and to all my needs. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Beloved saints, saying this prayer to receive Jesus into your heart as your personal Savior will deliver you from sin will deliver you. You will become born again, become a new creature in Christ Jesus. This is the greatest miracle of the Bible. And all you have to do is just ask him. He is one step away from your life. And that is just the will to ask him to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life. And those of you that are viewing today that need deliverance, He's a living savior. He's not dead, he's risen. And today, right now, Those of you that are in a pit, I believe that he wants to pull you out of your pit, and I believe that it is possible to praise over your pit, because I want you to know that that pit is going to be turned around for the purpose and for the glory of God. This is what happened to Joseph. He came up out of the pit and he was sold and brought down to Egypt, but God had a purpose behind that pit. God wanted to bring Joseph into a place where Joseph became ruler over the land of Egypt. God had a plan behind that pit. And I want you to know that God has a plan behind your pit. And right now, in Jesus' name, I release you from the bondage of the painful place. And Lord, we just release the anointing of praise over every person's life that's viewing this telecast today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Today, beloved saints, I want to thank you for joining us. Today, we also invite you to go to our website, breathofthespirit.org. And you will be able to navigate our website and see all of the many works that we have around the world, helping the poorest of the poor, including our new work in Poland that has established a refugee center. We really invite you to go to our website, navigate all the works of the poor around the world, including daily feeding programs in the Philippines. Feeding children in India, educating um, Christians in Pakistan so that they can stand for themselves is just such a blessing. We invite you. Navigate our website, and our announcer will tell you how. We love you. God bless you. And we will
0: see you very soon. Thank you for joining us today on Day of Destiny. We invite you to our website at mydayofdestiny.com. Where you can easily access other podcasts and obtain your copy of Dr. Corral's latest book, Secrets of the Anointing. Also, we want to take this moment to invite you to engage in extending your hand of kindness by planting your seed or offering for multitudes that include orphans, providing water wells, providing medical supplies, clinics, feeding programs, and many other services to the suffering church and through efforts of evangelism worldwide. Just go to our website and click the donate button or text to give text HESED, C-H-E-S-E-D to 7797. That's HESED, C-H-E-S-E-D to 7797. You are also invited to visit Dr. Michelle Corral Facebook or Instagram. We look forward to having you encounter the anointing with us on our next Day of Destiny podcast.